Train hard, live strong, family. What's going on, everyone? This is your host, Coach Matt, owner of Athletic Beans Training and Apparel. Check it out today. We have, we have a guest speaker who has been on the show once before, back on again because of the high demand of people who wanted her to come back on the show to share more value with her knowledge, self-experience, and everything that she is about. But today we're going to cover adaptation. Now this adaptation can be in life overall, environmental, situational, and just you and with your health in, in general. Okay, And then we're going to go into finding what works for you, your individual self, and we're going to end it with the importance of inside health. So without further ado, ladies and gents, let's go ahead and let's jump in this episode, y'all. Hey everyone, Coach Matt here and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. This is your host, Coach Matt, and today we have a very special guest speaker on the show. She has been here once before. Uh, if you want to go check out her very first episode here on the show, it's episode 22, uh, How Leaving Your Comfort Zone Will Impact Your Entire Life. Truly an amazing, amazing episode, truly an amazing person, mother, and and everything else, so passionate about fitness, so passionate about health. And since the very first episode, we've had a lot of stuff go on in life, the pandemic and all this other stuff has been going on. So this episode is going to be truly filled with tons of value. So if you're feeling alone, you know, not motivated and does not, you know, hungry to, to pursue your dreams in fitness or your health, listen to this episode because after, after you're done listening to it, your life's going to be changed forever. All right. So without further ado. Everyone, let's welcome again our second time guest speaker, Katie Oakley. Hey, Katie. Hi, Matt. Thanks for having me back on. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Just like we've been talking about, you're, you were one of the you know, biggest guest speakers that people wanted to hear more of. So it's so cool to have you on here. Uh, so it's a, it was a super awesome experience the first time. I'm very honored to be back, especially um, as a return speaker. We we really did get a lot of positive feedback from the first one, so it's it's just it's mind blowing. I know, I know, it's crazy, and and I think because like the topic is obviously about uh, you know leaving your comfort zone, the, the very first episode. So and I feel like a lot of people we get stuck there, you know, we we get stuck and feel comfortable and happy there when. When, you know, if you just step out, you know, you can expand that growth and be even better and even more happier. So that was such a good episode. Loved it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, so since then, girl, this podcast has grown big time. So for all the current listeners now and our future listeners, uh, real quick, can you just give like a nice little background of on who Katie is? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, okay, so um, I'm personal trainer been lifting for uh, about three and a half years um i'm 37 had to think about it for a second 37, <laughs> 37 year old mother of two not so young anymore girls um and i work uh, full-time as a counselor for an ophthalmology office and part-time personal trainer passion passionate about both um but true 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 passion for becoming the best version of myself and then helping others find the keys and the way to become the best version of themselves too. Yes. And that's like so important, man. So important. And the cool thing about you that, that uh, people who listen to the first episode and, and me uh, and people who do know you is uh, the entire like story of, of you getting into weight training, which I think is fascinating. So uh, real quick, can you just like just share with everyone just that little piece of how, how you were a cardio bunny before and then now you're just in the weights. <laughs> we, we were just talking about how much I cannot stand running. And it's <laughs> yeah. because, right. because that's exactly that's that's all I used to do. So uh, I think probably um, I ran I was running only pre pre weightlifting 
for about uh, four-ish years. I ran maybe five to six times a week. Uh, literally no clue what I was doing except for putting some music on and just heading out and running and just burning off steam. It did give me, uh, I think, um, more endurance for sure. And it was a healthy habit to have, but I, I had no, no uh, grasp of why, what was happening, what I was doing for my body and absolutely no grasp of nutrition. I wasn't even paying attention to that. Um, I did that was very, very anti weightlifting. I had a mentality <laughs> that if I touched a weight for a day, I was going to look like a dude, which mm -hmm. is hilarious to me now. Um, had zero desire for it. Had a friend that was very encouraging and, uh, really truly believe that I, I would enjoy it because um, I wasn't meeting my body goals with cardio. It wasn't happening. Um, and so the suggestion was come lift some light weight and uh, just tone and then you'll, you'll reach your goals and literally went in the first day uh, and was hooked. And I cold turkey quit cardio and haven't stopped since. <laughs> <laughs> so you were anti-weightlifting, but now you're now you're anti-cardio. I'm anti-cardio because I cannot. <laughs> it's very hard. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's so funny. That's crazy. So uh, yeah, because you just did a. Uh, so what was your workout today? You did some crazy stuff, right? Yeah. So I, I I have a group training class. I had a group training class from nine to ten. Um, I I. Sometimes we'll do some of the workouts with the girls, um, but then most of the time I'm just kind of monitoring, observing, and instructing. Um, but then it was it was actually my very first workout post quarantine with my personal trainer, uh, the guy who has been you know supporting me through this whole thing for the past three years, my boss. Um, it was my very first workout with him post quarantine. So it's been probably I don't know three and a half, close to four months since we had a workout and. Whew, <laughs> and he made us finish with a um with a mile run which doesn't sound like a lot but it was really hard right because you're anti-cardio now so <laughs> so even half a mile is horrible that is funny that's so crazy and also you also uh finished your nutrition certificate right oh yes okay so when we talked last i had i had recently passed my fitness uh certification thank god but then i had the nutrition looming ahead i remember we talked about it i was so nervous about it um no i i flew through that sucker it was, <laughs> it was awesome the nutrition part is so fascinating to me and uh yes yeah, so now i am i'm a complete certified fitness and nutritionist <laughs> that's so cool man i think i even think in the in the in the first episode we did together you uh you mentioned that you were gonna do the the nutrition uh exam or whatnot and get the certificate. Yep. So it's crazy because now you can listen to that and then be like, wow, that was before, and then now like you're done. I was so nervous too. I was like, I don't know. I just I have anxiety with uh, tests. <laughs> I always have, and I was just yeah, nervous. Me too. It's oof, but it it it's over now. I just have to have just the recertifications every year that come up. <laughs> Yeah, right, right, right. So, uh, so and that's very awesome, girl. Congratulations. That's so cool. That's hard work. I know you really wanted it, and now you have it, uh, and, and that's awesome. That's awesome. You're instructing classes. That's so cool. That's so cool. Um, and then, so everything we're going to touch up on today is going to be super valuable because coming from, especially from you too and your background, and, uh, and, you know, if people heard the first episode, you know, you brought your kids to the gym before they went to school so you can get your workout in because your health is is crucial you know your health is essential to not just you but uh your family your work you know your friends uh anyone that that needs katie you know um so coming from you it's gonna be so cool to get all this value because there's been so much that's happened since the first time we jumped on this episode and uh so the biggest thing that that has mainly that all of us have had to go through is uh adaptation so we've had to adapt to uh, you know, all my, all my, uh, you know, meatheads out there or fitness, you know, gym rats, if you were always in the gym and you were always doing your weightlifting and then all of a sudden it's all locked down. Now you're stuck with, you know, home workouts with dumbbells. Like that's a major mental shift. And, uh, 
And even going back to the first episode, how leaving your comfort zone is going to change, you know, what impact your entire life. Uh, that is a- adapting. So it's crazy because with the pandemic, you were in the gym all the time, all the time. So was I. Um, and then we get on lockdown and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, like, it's, it's like for like any, so anyone who's addicted to something, if you just cut out the supply, they're going to go crazy and they're going to have to adapt or do something else. So uh, that's going to be something big that's going to be, uh, that we're going to talk about today. And um, so what was something that you grasped from the pandemic and being in lockdown and having to adapt to finding other ways to train? So um, I, I, I think, you know, looking back in hindsight, when you and I talked the first time about uh, uh, leaving the comfort zone, you know, I didn't even really, I think I probably didn't even really have a full understanding of what that meant until after we did get shut down and we had to adapt so drastically to um, to COVID. And it's, it's been a life-changing experience for us. Um, the, uh, it, it was hard. It was very, very difficult. Um, I adapted, I did push through. Um, so I'm thankful that I found whatever, whatever kind of strength I had inside to keep moving. But the first couple of weeks were really tough. Um, just like you, I was in the gym every day. I did not miss, you know, you have a migraine, you get up, you go anyway, you work through it. Obviously, like there were times when you, like my kids were sick or whatever, I couldn't go, but there was no excuse. You didn't miss you were in there every single day. Um, and then to be told you can't, can't, you can't go. Like you can't go. Like we're close. Um, it was devastating. It was a huge mental and and emotional. Um, Hey, real quick, real quick. What, what, what did you, what went through your mind whenever, like, what were you thinking of? Like what, what, uh, I guess, solutions were you coming up with inside your head so um for the first couple of weeks i was just in panic mode and kind of devastated and i just kind of went through the motions but um i made a, a decision straight away that i i had to stay on some type of routine because for, for for all of us not just me but for every single person on earth you know your routine was completely disrupted uprooted everything was different yeah. nothing could even be the same anymore so I had to find something normal. And the only thing that I could think of right then was to still wake up at the exact same time every single day and do a workout at home and, and just make the most of it. So uh, I think keeping that, that routine was, was what really kept me hanging on that first couple of weeks because I was very distraught over not being able to go. I was fearful, not just for, um, not just for like not being in the gym, but for what was actually happening in the world. It was horrifying. Um, so many unknowns and just didn't, we, none of us knew what was going to happen or what was happening really. So finding a routine and it was literally as simple as that. I was determined that I was still going to work out from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. every single freaking day. Uh-huh. So I set my alarm and I just would go into the other room and I would I would have my workouts prepared the night before, just like normal, and I would just go through the workout. And that was the that was the very first uh, step action step that I took to try and stay in the routine. Right. <laughs> And that's crazy because you have you and, that, and that's something that's beautiful to me is um, you, whenever you have to adapt to anything, uh, we I feel like as as human beings, we're creatures and we like to be uh, organized, even though you might not be organized, you have to have some sort of organization or structure to to your day or, or whatever it is. Right. So like whenever you even if you sit down, and you binge watch Netflix, like TV shows are structured, they go in a certain story. So like we like structure um routine that's that's just what we are who we are i feel like so when it comes down to that right you have and there's many different ways you can think about it um for because we we got locked down i think three months into this year so people are like you know who who started their new year's resolutions and the people who are determined and they were like yes i'm ready for this and all of a sudden three months in 
all gyms get they get closed they're on lockdown so then now dreams are crushed like well what do i do now i can't be with my trainer i can't be around people and that's what motivated me right so then then those types of people have to adapt and find some sort of routine so it's hard right um but if you want something just like you did you woke up at a specific time just like as if the gym was open and even though the gym was closed the the way you wanted to work out was you wanted to create your own gym inside your own home with working with your body weight, resistant bands, the dumbbells that you had, working with what you have. Because if we just sit around and not move forward, then you're going to just just that, sit around and not move forward. I was, um, I think part of the, the fear that kept me pushing for, even though, you know, my personal opinion, I don't like home workouts. You know, I want to be in a gym. Uh-huh. I have a greater appreciation for the home workouts now, for sure, after three months of doing them. <laughs> but um, the fear of um, of losing everything I had worked so hard for. Right. Like, I wasn't willing to let that go. I mean, we worked so hard and we've worked so hard for... I mean, I still feel like I'm, I'm like a, a, a baby when it comes to like weightlifting because I've only been in it for three years. Right. Some of us have been doing it for you know over a decade. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't willing to let that go. I it's it's just part of who I am now, and I had to figure out something. Even if it, even if it wasn't exactly what I wanted at the time, I had to do something because I I just wasn't willing to let it go. Right, right, and it's kind of similar. To, and you can maybe you can agree with me. Um, it's kind of similar to the person who um, is transitioning their lifestyle, moving from being um, you know sedentary, lethargic to now being very active and moving more. Same thing with us. We our environment, our comfort zone, right? Was even though jumping out of your comfort zone originally was leaving cardio, going to weightlifting. Now that became your comfort zone because you expanded to that area. But then you have to now jump out of that comfort zone and jump into home workouts where you're not comfortable with because you don't like them. So you're having to adjust and adapt to that. Just like someone else who is having to leave uh, a bad lifestyle into a good lifestyle. You know, so there's similarities there. Exactly. I agree a hundred percent. And just, I looked back on our podcast so much um, during quarantine because I felt like, you know, I was, I we talked so much about leaving comfort zones and I felt so confident about you know oh I've done that I've left my comfort zone so you know yay me but I was like wow I had no clue what we were in for and then to have to severely leave the comfort zone that it was just like it was like ripping a band-aid off it was it was a, it was a big change. Yeah, no, definitely, it definitely was. But the, uh, one of the beautiful things too that I love about uh, adapting is the uh, the learning process of like you know it, this could this probably have made you a better trainer because now you know more about home workouts, body weight movements. So now you grasp you grasped something from this um, you know pandemic or this uh, something that wasn't we didn't plan for. Um, and then it made you even better. So there's a positive side to, to all this too. I feel like um, looking back on it in the thick of it, you know, there were days that I would still wake up and be like, you know, this freaking sucks. When yeah. is this going to be open? I can't do this anymore. Yeah. But looking back, I feel like there were only positives that came out of uh, when I when I talk about uh, the, the gym shutdown, I know that the COVID, the whole world, you know, we suffered and we've gone through, we've lost a lot of people. So mm-hmm. I'm talking about just being shut down from the gym and being stuck with home workouts. I think only positives came out of it for me because it really did force me to slow down, learn and listen. And then I, I really just had to sponge any anything I could I had to sponge it up because I was, I felt just so hungry for, you know, please just give me my life back. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. And whenever you get, it's different whenever you make the decision to change 
but then it's different whenever you are f- literally pushed, you're forced to, to do some of that, that you don't want to do. And that's what happened to all of us. Like we all got pushed off rail or off our path besides, I guess, people who were essential. Cause you know, they stood, kept doing their thing but then still there were things that we weren't allowed to do as people because uh, we couldn't be around other people so you know and, and for people who are people people you know like like i me, i love to be around people i love to have energy of other people um and so it's difficult for for you know a lot of people who are like that or anyone else uh and and i did see a lot more people at the parks walking and moving more so like even though something negative and 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 kind of like history like it, it it hit us pretty hard um it, ha- it has created some sort of positive uh, outcome for sure i think it really did force everybody to slow down and take a look at um priorities what was important um and then it, whatever you were holding on to like now i i i, I would have never there would have been nothing really to stop me from going to the gym. No, no <laughs> amount of how tired I was or anything. Right, right. Um, but now I know, you know what? I, I, I'm okay. If I choose to do a home workout on a Saturday, instead of going to the gym on a Saturday, I'm going to be okay. Yes, I'm man. still going to get it in and my muscles are not going to disappear. <laughs> yes. And I, so I, I just have a, a, a an appreciation for being able to go to a gym mm-hmm. that I did not have before because you just, it was always there. Yes, absolutely. So a deeper appreciation for it and definitely a deeper appreciation for a home workout because I mean, you just have to be creative and mm-hmm. kind of slow down and you can still get a pretty good workout in. I mean, you're not going to be able to freaking do your normal heavy <laughs> lifts obviously but get a decent workout in yeah definitely and it's crazy because we i was so like stuck on going to the gym and getting that feel of like the barbell getting that feel of all the blood rushing to my chest or my arms you know like that's that's how i and i liked it right i liked it and then whenever you get stuck to doing home workouts you're like okay well crap what do i do you know and and you still somehow get uh the biggest thing that I received myself was mental health. So I would always put gym first, man. Like that was it. If I skipped a gym, my day was ruined. My day was ruined. But then with the pandemic and doing tons of home workouts, I realized that, dude, I've had a gym anywhere I go. I have a gym anywhere I, I go and there's nothing around me. I still have a gym because I can do stuff with my body. So now my mentality is this. If you have to go somewhere or you have events throughout the day or family's happening or this and that, you just move, you know, take 20 minutes in your morning, crush a high intensive interval training workout and, 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 then, and then call it quits. You did it. You did good. You know, you, you challenged your muscles, you sweated, you did all the good stuff. You gave your body what it needs. You, you push some endorphins out and, um, and, and you're, and you're doing what you got to do. So mental health is something that I truly improved in with, with my experience during the pandemic and, you know, gyms closing and stuff like that. Absolutely. A hundred percent agree. I think we've all took like a serious hard look at, um, the priorities as lifters, you know, mm-hmm. it, the gym is where we belong, obviously, but right. a true lifter is going to adapt and make it work no matter the situation, no matter what's going on. And I'm, I, I'm very, I'm thankful and, and you know, to have, um, to have, Cause we were all secluded. I mean, there were yeah. some of us, like I was still, I was still going to work even though we were shut down um, because we were essential. Um, it was just, there was only a couple of us there. So it was much different, but so you're still secluded from a lot of people and your, your social network as in other people that you get to lift with, it mm-hmm. was cut off and yeah. that can be scary when you don't have that. So social media was huge through the shutdown. And I just feel like um, uh, that their friendships were created that might not necessarily would have been created before and mm-hmm. connections. And um, it was, it was, it felt like, okay, we're all in this together yeah. and we're going to get through it one way or another. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so one thing that I want to ask you is coming from you, um, you've had to adapt like 
just like really like any of us, right? But the difference between you and me is, is obviously you're a female and you're a mother. And I think that's, that's amazing. And, and I've always admired moms. Um, and so you've had to adapt many times. Your body has had to adapt, you know, hormonally, yeah. like tons of stuff. So um, what is uh, some advice that you would tell anyone right now who is maybe being forced to adapt through either what happened to us, you know, a life change as in the pandemic, or if they're just, you know, wanting to adapt by choice or whatever the case may be, but they, they're having to adapt and leave their comfort zone. What, um, what, what's something that you would give advice on with that? So, um, I would say, I mean, it's scary starting something new. Um, it was terrifying for me to have to start even the home workouts. I was like, you almost feel like, you know, you've been, (laughs) you've been designing your workouts for yourself probably for like, I don't know, years maybe. Uh And then you have a home workout and you're like, (laughs) I don't even know what to do. Like, what do I even do? Yeah. Listen, I legit have, this is, this is my home gym is, um, I have seven and a half pound dumbbells. I have a mat, a box, some bands. I mean, it's slim pickings. So, um, it, I was, I, I, I was, it was terrifying. I think, um, was, yeah. for somebody starting out new, and maybe uh or having to adjust a lifestyle or you are a full-time working mom and but you really really want to get into health and fitness or you just want to feel better about yourself i think acknowledging that it's going to be terrifying no matter what um is probably a good thing to do um have a an understanding that we've all been at that point one time or another. So we get where you're coming from. We understand it. Um, reach out to people who you can trust to hold you accountable because I think it's super easy. Um, if, if, uh, plans get derailed or you're starting something new and it's not quite working out how you thought it was going to have somebody that can hold you accountable and maybe help you remember why you started it. Um, write down a goal. I feel like if you write down a goal, then you're uh, a lot more likely to, uh, it has some type of meaning to it and to accomplish it. Mm-hmm. Um, listen to your body, um, rest when you need to and do tons and tons and tons of research. Just read and absorb whatever you can from, from anyone because there's always going to be somebody out there that, can do it better than I can, that's smarter than I can, that knows nutrition better than me. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I, I, I am still learning. I still need help. I still need to figure things out and figure out how to be the best version of myself. So just leaning on people. Um, I think the health and fitness lifestyle at Link, it's a wonderful community to be in, even though, I, I mean, like 90% of the people that you talk to, you don't even ever meet face to face. Yeah, very true. And, and everything you said is like spot on, like spot on. Like it's, and it's so cool because it leads me into this here. When, whenever people are beginning their fitness and health journey and, and, and they think that that person on Instagram or a magazine or in the movies or whatnot, they're shredded, they're lean because they did this, right? And, and then that person's going to think like, well, I need to do exactly what they did. And yes, you know, maybe to start out or, or, you know, whatever, it's always good to take a step somewhere. Um, but if I always think this, there's like, there's bulletins that you need to con- uh, connect. There's dots you got to connect. Are you happy with it? Is your yeah. body happy with it? And do you just feel good? Okay. Those things are like important to me. So if you are doing something, but you hate it, then why are you doing it? You know, like you need to be mentally and internally happy with yourself and then also be happy with the progress that you're getting. So a lot of us sometimes are in the gym lifting weights and doing this, you know, bodybuilding thing, but the body's not reacting right. Their their mental state is not reacting right. They're just not happy. They feel uncomfortable. But then the pandemic happened. They started doing home workouts. They lost 10 pounds. They look better. They feel better. Like you found what works for you. So I feel like the biggest thing to take away from everything you just said too is like 
find what works for you individually. And what's cool is that we talked about this the other day um, about finding what is unique to you that makes you want to keep being consistent in it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have a newfound respect for home workouts. So, um, and, and maybe pre-quarantine, maybe I was a little bit of a snob <laughs> when it comes to like, <laughs> oh, you don't want to come to the gym. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, so what? If you don't feel comfortable coming to the gym, then guess what? You can change your freaking life at home. Uh-huh. You just have to stay consistent with it. But then right. two, on the flip side of that coin, I would never want anyone to uh, not come to the gym just because they're afraid they're going to be judged. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, if you really, truly just don't like being, you know, vulnerable like that in a group of people, I get it. I totally get it. Then let's find some home workouts for you because you can really get it in. Yeah. But if the only thing that's holding you back from going and developing, uh, you know, in-person relationships with other lifters is a fear of being judged, then I would always, I would hope I would always have an opportunity to squash that for that person because um, I would never, I would be like, you know what, who cares? This is where you're starting. We're all starting at different levels. We are Mm -hmm. all at a different experience than the next person. And we we should, it should just be an environment where you're constantly building up that person next to you, no matter what their experience level is. Yes. If are a better lifter than you, then you should be building them up and be like, holy crap, you can lift a lot of weight, <laughs> you can do it with perfect form, that's freaking awesome, I want to be like you one day. And then someone that comes in that doesn't even know any of the workouts, then be like, okay, well let me show you what I know so you can feel better about yourself. Yes, absolutely. And the cool thing about it is, even if you feel uncomfortable being in a gym because of the way you look right now or you don't know how to move your body right and you and you feel like you know you just feel like you are not there yet go home do some home workouts commit to four weeks eight weeks and then once you feel comfortable you know how to do a squat you feel better about yourself you lost 10 15 pounds and you you look better you know you feel better and then now you got the confidence to go into the gym then then you just walk you just walked up that ladder you took the steps to finally feeling confident and confident in yourself. And that's that's so cool about everything that's happened and everything about health and fitness is that people we all have excuses for so many different things. And you could have had many excuses with your kids and taking them to the gym, you know, early in the morning before you took them to school. Like there's so many excuses we can make. So many. I can make tons right now on why uh, I don't want to work out later on this evening and you know, but I'm going to. So there's always an option when it comes to your health and fitness because your health is a foundation of your entire life. Absolutely. You're a hundred percent right. It is always the easier way out is always the excuse, but you're not going to reap any of the benefits. Uh, You're never going to get where you want to want to be. So I feel like with confidence, I was there and I'm still there sometimes. Me too. um, Like, with specific lifts or whatever, I get nervous and think, you know, what happens if I fail? People are going to look at me like, oh, she doesn't know what she's doing. Um, <laughs> but in the beginning, I was terrified to, uh-huh. I was terrified to, this is funny, I was terrified to, uh, for even the, like, the, the clothes that I was wearing to the gym. I was afraid of uh, my arms showing because they weren't how I wanted them to. I was definitely afraid of my core showing because it absolutely wasn't where I wanted it to be. Right. And then just was like, you know what? I don't freaking care anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just going to jump in with both feet. I'm fully committing to this lifestyle. So who cares what someone thinks about me? I'm going all in. Going and all it's in. scary, but when you make that decision to just like, you know what? I'm not, I'm not putting one toe in. I'm, I'm diving. I'm diving into this. Yep. Yep. And that's, that's so important to, to take away, like to, Seriously, like that could be part of the biggest thing to take away from this entire episode is just that like, and that's what health and fitness does. It builds that, that confidence in, in yourself to do something that you probably would have never done. You know, it puts you in in scenarios. I love to be put in scenarios that I would have never been in if I had the decision myself, if I had the option, you know, like, okay, no, I'm I'm not going to do that just because I'm, I had the option. But if I'm like in a position that to leave my comfort zone because I have to. That's awesome because 
then you you'll thrive through it like you'll thrive through it and it builds the confidence then it takes you everywhere else in life like if uh you have you know you're shy to talk in front of people and because you jumped your two feet in into your fitness journey and did what you got to do and you went in front of those people and grabbed those dumbbells even though you know you have things on your body you don't like but you still did it because you know that you're starting from somewhere and so did everybody else then whenever you go and talk in front of people you're going for your promotion you got to stand in front of people or do something that you're uncomfortable with mentally you're going to go back and think hey i've done this before i've jumped out of a comfort zone i can do this again absolutely like you're like if i can if i can freaking wear a, a sports bra and do a freaking deadlift in front of a full gym and uh-huh and work through being mortified over is my form perfect did i lift enough weight etc cetera, etc cetera, whatever mm. i can do freaking anything yes. <laughs> if i can wake up at 4 15 every single morning and drag my tired ass out of the bed and go and do a freaking uh, however many whatever i'm when i'm lifting a huge deadlift day or a huge squat day or whatever and I can freaking do anything else that day. <laughs> yep. I see, dude. Absolutely. Absolutely. I remember the first time I pulled 405 for deadlifts. I feel like I could do anything. Like I was, I was like, this is it. Like I, I know if I train for something, I put my mind towards yes. something, it's going to be mine. Like there's no, there's nothing that's going to stop me from achieving that. Mm-mm. That's a big thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It took a lot, man. I'm telling you, I was sore. I was sore for like such a long time, uh, but it, it felt good though. I felt good. And then, then you know you oh, just yeah. get you get better at it. You're super hyper fast. Four hundred. What's your deadlift right now? What are you deadlifting? Oh, uh, okay. So, uh, full disclosure: pre quarantine, <laughs> pre pre quarantine. I think I <laughs> one of the last days that I had in the gym, I was um, coming off of a very small uh, upper back injury. Uh-huh. It was just like a pulled muscle because okay. I was. I was uh, speeding through crap. I wasn't taking my time mm-hmm. and I hurt myself. So I think my pull was 245. That's um, like still good, girl. It was, it, that's good for me. Um, not the goal. I think I was, at one time I was like 270, 285. So it was still a lot less. But coming off of an injury, I was proud uh-huh. with that. But now I think my deadlift is 185. Uh-huh. But I have really pushed myself for a uh, for a like a PR on deadlift since I've been back. I've been trying to ease back into um, lifting from yeah. quarantine. Yes, see that's that's also very important too. I remember as a um, let me see, maybe like like four years ago. Four years ago, I was uh, so I was in the army and we'd go to the field. And whenever we would come back, it'd be like two weeks away from the gym, right? Two weeks away from the gym, sometimes even a month. And I'd be like, you know, I'd come back square one again. Like, and they, you know, we don't get fed like the best. So like you got to deal with being sleep deprived, uh, being away from the gym and then not being, you know, having the best nutrition out there. So it's like all these things you get hit at once and then you got to come back to the gym. And I remember I was so impatient because I'd be so mad. Like I'd be so mad that my deadlift you know went down 50 pounds or you know 70 pounds and i'd be like dude i tried so hard to get 405 and now here i am again back at 350 and it's like come on so then i would push fast 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 to get to where i was and it would lead to like a lot of discomfort pain injury so being patient understanding your body listening having that mind to body connection and body to mind connection it's like very important whenever you are Doing anything, jumping out of your comfort zone, starting a journey, adapting to different environments and starting whatever journey you're doing, like taking your time, being patient and listening to your body. Super crucial. Like, and I I didn't, I didn't really appreciate that pre-quarantine like I should have at all. I was just Mm -hmm. like a go in, go hard, give it my all. Mm -hmm. Do I have four hours of sleep? Have I gotten five hours of sleep? Have I, did I drink enough water? Did I Mm -hmm. do ABC? didn't matter i was still gonna go in there and push even if it didn't feel quite right, right. and then you do have like these little twinges and like tiny little pulls or discomfort and then you're down like not, not necessarily out but like you could be down from that particular lift for a couple of weeks because you're trying mm-hmm. to freaking repair what you could have avoided had you just been smarter about it the first time yeah yeah and it happens to so many of us you know it happens to a lot of us 
So it's it, that's important to to take away for sure. So for anyone right now listening that is being <laughs> impatient right now, it's okay. Take your time. It's okay. gonna come. Just be consistent. Give it a hundred percent. And just don't be dumb in any lift. Don't be dumb with anything that you're doing. It's very important. Which goes into inside health, like our internal health that we have. This is physical and most importantly, mental. So the biggest thing too, and we talked about this the other day as well, is something that we've gathered through like the pandemic and then um, with you and your nutrition course is like the internal value of your health inside which is which is so big um, to to me and 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 basically anyone that I've ever talked to that's in the health and fitness industry. So um so coming from you, what's what's important about your inside health to you? So um, quarantine again. Uh, I know I keep bringing that up, but it really it forced us all to slow down. And um, like I said before, I was trying to be a sponge and soak up whatever I could to make myself feel somewhat normal in a whole bunch of crazy that was going on. And the nutrition, it, it just, I've been blown away by what I have learned. Not only was I studying for this exam, so it was on my, my mind forefront constantly because I'd, I'd I'd work out, I'd go to work all day long and then I'd come home and I'd freaking study. So like all I was doing (laughs) was like, yeah, that's it. I was just like <laughs> reading a whole bunch of stuff and then taking quizzes and and then and then just doing a lot of research. And I had no clue. I had no grasp of <laughs> of how important your inside health, like like uh, your gut health, um, just uh, your brain health. I mean, everything on the inside. Like you can go hard in the gym 24 7 and eventually if you neglect your digestion if you neglect your brain health if you neglect your your sleep and recovery if you neglect your hydration you're going to plateau or you're going to get hurt Mm -hmm. and then you're going to be out Mm -hmm. so but i really had no concept of how everything is so connected um and the nutrition the nutrition certification and then all the research that I did in the free time that I had because of quarantine, I think has, my, my whole focus has shifted. Like whoever I was training before quarantine, I was giving you guys like 150% of what I had. And now I feel like a completely different trainer. Mm-hmm. A completely different trainer. My my mind has just been opened up to so much more, and really a, a better uh, realization of how different we are, and that we all need something. We all need different things, but overall, for health and fitness, and to become successful in bodybuilding or reaching a goal for losing weight or whatever, you have got to know what's going on. <laughs> inside and you have to take care of it like you can you can you can change your entire life from the inside out if you just do a little bit of research and figure out what you need it's just mind-blowing to me it is it's crazy but one thing one thing that i want to ask you too because you're a mom so and everything you've you've learned how does it how does it affect your point of view now on your kids so I feel like um, they're, I think they're pretty lucky, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, all jokes aside, but they're still so young. And I know that they've already done a lot of developing. Yep. Um, and, uh, and, you know, I've been, I'm still, I'm still keto right now, but pre, pre-lifting, we didn't, I mean, we ate quote unquote healthy, I suppose. I got some fruits and veggies in, but you, we ate a lot of processed food. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't really take a lot of consideration into um, proper hydration, proper sleep. I mean, we just kind of winged it and we ran and we survived and we were doing great. But when I say I think they're pretty lucky, is now that my eyes are open to so much more when it comes to nutrition and health and longevity, like 
trying to create a long, healthy life is that they're 11 and they're eight. And now we can really hit hard. So hopefully when they get in their like 30s and 40s, they already have like a good solid foundation of health and nutrition and fitness and what it takes to not just live a long life. Like I don't want to be 98 in a freaking nursing home, not being able to, you know, feed myself. Right. I want to be a, an active, healthy old lady. <laughs> yeah. So I can like see my kids and grandkids and great grandkids and, and not, and, and not be, you know, bedridden. Right. Basically. Yes. And absolutely. Same here. I'm trying to be a great, great grandpa. Like that'd be so yeah. cool to me, you know, and be active still. So, but I've done my, my share of tons of research on nutrition and internal health, mental health, sleep. I've done a ton of stuff with stuff uh, or research into that too. And it's crazy because, um, so I'm, okay, I'm not a doctor or anything. I don't have a medical degree, nothing like that. But one thing for sure is with my time training and my time doing tons of research on what I do, what I love to do, um, training, fitness, weightlifting, cardiovascular training, moving your body and feeding your body what it needs, a good, valuable, nutritional source throughout your days, can doing that consistently, it does help your body. It does um, prevent a lot of stuff. It keeps your body healthy, keeps your body strong. Now, if you get stuff genetically that is just, it's there and you have to deal with it, then, then you have to deal with it. But one thing for sure still is that health and fitness still plays an important role in whatever diagnosis that may be or anything, any injuries or whatever the case may be, right? But one thing that scares me and that will still scare me is there are people that are in their 50s or 60s that have been developing something that just hasn't created symptoms yet when they were in their 20s or even in their teens because of the bad lifestyle, the cigarettes, the alcohol, the processed foods, not sleeping, not staying hydrated, all that damage they've done for years is creating something inside that just hasn't shed light yet. And when it does, then that is now uh, a disease or a, a health uh, issue or whatnot. You know, so that's what scares me. I want to make sure right now, I'm 25. I want to make sure right now I'm doing whatever I got to do. You know, if, if cancer is there in my future for whatever reason, because it comes through my family, then it's there. But I don't want to have a heart disease because I spent 20 years being obese or I don't want to have high cholesterol uh, or anything like that because I spent 20 years eating a ton of processed foods, not feeding my body and not moving. You know, I don't want to have, you know, arthritis for whatever reason because I, I didn't, you know, strengthen my bones and my joints and give my body vitamins and minerals it needs when I'm 60 or 70. Like those are my fears. So I do what I got to do now today and tomorrow and next week and next year over and over and over and over again so that by the time I am 75, I am 80, that I am, I have done everything that I have done to make sure that I, you know, put in the work to be that person then. Preach. <laughs> yeah, dude, like seriously. I, that is, it's, I, 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 you know, I'm still learning too. Yeah, I, we've done, I've done so much research throughout quarantine and then the nutrition exam and everything, but I'm still learning so much. I feel like it's a, it's a whole, like, it's a whole different world of knowledge when it comes to nutrition. And, and like, you can learn so much from uh, professionals and people that have experienced it. And that too, just like you said, um, I want to be healthy when I'm older. I, I want to be strong and healthy and then, you know, aware of, uh, aware of things that are around me. Um, I, so the, the, the nutrition is, is huge for me now, especially for, um, the longevity part of it, like the brain health and, and the gut health. I think like there's so much crap out there now and it's so easy to, it's so easy to eat poorly yes it's yep. easy yep. it's so easy and that that shit is good like <laughs> and it's cheap it is good and it is cheap trust uh, me i there are days when i wish i could sit down with a bag of freaking potato chips and just go 
<laughs> just just destroy the whole box. And trust me, I probably could destroy the whole bag of chips. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm gonna feel like crap after. I'm only it's only gonna feel good for a minute. Yep. It's only gonna taste good for a minute, and then I'm gonna feel horrible the next day. Mm-hmm. And and who knows what I've done to derail my progression. And I think like I wanna be, I wanna have bigger muscles. I wanna be stronger. Um, I want to be able to do more things physically. Yeah. So I have to really start paying attention to what I'm feeding my body. And like, I just feel like we need to like all jump back into the olden days, like pre-processed foods and, and start taking it back down to the basics, you know, yeah. um, veggies, natural whole foods. And I mean, Unfortunately, sometimes that stuff is more expensive to do, but um, it, it's easy, you know? It's really easy if you have just like a meat, a carb, and vegetables. I mean, and then that's it. And you're good. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> yeah, you're good, man. Like, yeah. like, even like the only thing I ask too is like simply just take a, a some sort of vitamin, get some sort of micro inside of you because those are huge. Like, macros is obviously like that's it like your proteins that's awesome love it carbs love it you know fats love it you know avocado like eat that stuff all day but when it, when it comes down to the micros your vitamins and minerals we don't pay attention to these you know and i've had tons of coaches share their experience with uh, vitamins and minerals and how their clients and this and that don't they don't consume enough or you know, and those are the important things that keep the muscles that you can't really see and train healthy. Your lungs, your heart, your brain, your eyeballs, your liver, your intestines, all those things stay healthy when you take in the right amount of vitamins and minerals that you need and staying hydrated. Those are simple things, right? And and if you want to take the, the supernatural route and not take multivitamins, then you're going to find that stuff in your fruits. You're going to find that stuff in your vegetables. You're going to find that stuff in even, you know, your meats as well. You're going to find those things in roots, like stuff from the earth. Just like you said, you know, go to the basics, man. Stuff that grows on, you know, on planet earth, like take that. And, and that's, that's what's going to, you know, keep you healthy. And that's the important part of health and fitness is, is health. Like fitness is fun. That's cool. That's movement. But health, like any health, body health, physical health, mental health, like health is that's it that's the foundation you know i'll say it over and over again that's the foundation of your entire life it is it really is and and to anyone that is listening that might be like well it's just it's too hard like i don't know what to eat what's right to eat just don't i would say for especially someone that is like new to hopping on like let's be let's be super uh conscious of our nutrition and health just keep it simple if like if you're like shopping for your now you're you're on this I'm gonna be super fit and super uh, health conscious. Just keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Look at the label. If it's got a lot of ingredients, put it back on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if it's got a whole bunch of ingredients on the back of the label. Just put it back. It's probably no best thing for you. Uh-huh. Um, and then just watch your sugar intake. Drink your water. Maybe not be so focused on like you and I are. Uh, there are gonna be times in our training where we're very, very focused on our macros mm-hmm. and how much we're getting at this, and for specific reasons because we're training and we're bodybuilding and we're trying to reach a goal because right. we've already hit all of these goals. Right. But for someone that's just starting out, that shit is too complicated. Yes. So, just stick to the basics that meats veggies and a, and a healthy carb drink a lot of water and then get moving yep absolutely yeah just and just and stay as consistent as possible for sure like and, and take that first step you know like, like we've talked about in this episode and the last one like jump out of your comfort zone like there's no there's no reason why you should be in your comfort zone you know like you should you just strive to make some sort of improvement every single day, you know, and, and you would have never touched home workouts if this pandemic never happened. Like you would have, you know, not done the things that you've done so far with the entire lockdown if there wasn't a lockdown. So like the, even as people that are experts in their field, especially in the health and fitness world, we got tons to learn no matter who you are. Like there's so much stuff to learn about the human body. And um, like, that's why we still do research on stuff. Like even doctors, like even we're still doing research on tons of stuff that we don't have no idea 
about. So it's like, it's constant. You will always have some sort of room for improvement. Absolutely. And like you said, just stay consistent with it. Take the first step. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be extreme. And that's something that's changed for me as a trainer too. Like I feel like I, in my mind, I wasn't putting everyone into like this cookie cutter saying you need to do this, this, and this. But I feel like sometimes I was like, this is what's worked for me. So surely it's going to work for her or him or mm. that girl. But that's not the case. So you just gotta, um, for someone that's just starting out, just don't don't make it too complicated because changing your lifestyle and adding workouts and adding like and changing your nutrition that's already uh, stressful enough. So just take it like one day at a time, and then maybe with your nutrition, if you uh, want to just take baby baby steps, maybe just replace one bad habit with one good habit mm -hmm. every day. That's it. Just one, replace one bad habit with one good habit and then move forward super slow. And then it won't be so overwhelming because if you do too much too fast, like you're going to fail mm -hmm. and then you're going to get discouraged and then you're just going to quit. And then yeah. you're going to go on. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And just little simple baby steps. Like, don't rush it. Like we said earlier, don't rush it. Like, it's it'll come. Give it some time. Be patient, you know, and, and, and just be there every day. Just show up and give 100%, you know. And, and that is a beautiful thing about, about your journey is enjoy the process, you know, uh, which, is, which is so cool. And, and everyone that has asked me and even you to come back on the show again, well, there, there you go. Katie just came back on the show for the second time. <laughs> And uh, definitely plenty more to come as well. But um, for everyone that is currently listening or current listeners or future listeners and everyone, you know, who, who really wanted you back on the show again, uh, wants to like reach out to you, say thank you or, uh, you know, what an awesome episode or wants to tag you on their story. Where's the best place for, uh, for people to find you if they want to reach out to you? So I'm mostly, I'm mostly active on IG. That is where I'm primarily at. Um, and it's K Oakley, uh, K O K E L E Y. Um, that's where I'm at the most. I do have Facebook, um, and dabbling in some TikTok, but my fitness stuff <laughs> is, uh, it's fun for, for the kids. Um, but IG is where I'm super present and, um, I am working on being a better presence on my social media. I, I, I do, I post very consistently. I am very open and honest when I'm, um, when I'm approached with questions, but I haven't been very um, intentional with sharing my journey on a more consistent basis. So I'm really trying hard. So if you, don't follow me and you start to follow me or you've been following me and you see some changes and what I'm posting. I'm just trying to be more open with my journey and share with you guys what I'm experiencing. So maybe some of you can relate and have been going through the same thing and, and maybe we can help support each other. I don't know. Yes, absolutely. And that's a beautiful thing about all this being vulnerable and then having other people be vulnerable because you inspire them to do so. And that's so cool. That is so good. You have an amazing story, Katie. Like even in the very beginning, we first did our first episode, your story blew my mind. And it was, it was so awesome to hear how far you've come and what you've done with your kids. Like so cool, so cool, so cool. So um, everyone take advantage of that. Um, you know, show some love, reach out to her. Um, obviously, as you could tell, very positive, very energetic, very happy. Um, so whenever you reach out to Katie, you know, she'll definitely give you some, some good stuff, some good feedback. But everyone listening right now, if you, if you know anyone right now that might be suffering through any sort of obstacle in life or they took the pandemic pretty hard or they want to get into the fitness journey or fix their internal health or just take that first little baby step, all we ask is you simply share this episode out to them. Send it to your best friend, your gym buddy, your mom, your dad, whoever. Uh, the more people we can get to listen to these episodes, the more lives we can all change together. And that's what we're trying to do over here at the Train Hard Live Strong podcast is inspire people to believe in themselves. But everyone, you just listened to another episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. I'm your host, Coach Matt, guest speaker, Katie Oakley, on the show again for the second time. And she'll be here again. So no worries, y'all. No worries. But as usual, y'all, get out there. Train hard. Live strong. <laughs> All right, everyone. Bye.
You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode or guest speakers are coming on the show, make sure to check out our website, trainhardlifton.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.